0: Let's do it. What if you're one step away from changing everything? In this moment, breathe in gratitude. Set your intention. Expect miracles. You are seen. You are worthy. You are light. This is The Lightworker's Guide. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to The Lightworker's Guide podcast. I am Lucy, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to open this episode up with telling you about what I'm grateful for, and I want to hear what you're grateful for. Tell me all the things i love to hear from you and i love that you're putting it in the ratings and review section on apple Podcasts. it makes my heart so happy to connect with you in even that little way so this week it is my husband gary and my second wedding anniversary and we're celebrating all week we went to disneyland we took capri and one of her best friends there And we're headed to Nashville for a week, so we're so excited. And even as I say that, I remember one time hearing this warning of like, never tell people what you're going to do in the future, only after it's been done, because what if it doesn't happen or you jinx it? And I want to tell you that is exactly opposite of the law of attraction. The law of attraction says to speak your vision into reality. So I'm speaking it. I am going to Nashville and I'm bringing my little microphone with me and I'm going to record a podcast there. And I'm actually really, really excited about it. I think it's so fun that we're able to do this kind of stuff. Like I have my business and this podcast, and I can go anywhere in the world with, you know, internet connection and I can still connect with you. I think that's so rad. It makes me so happy. So I'm speaking it out into existence. And if you're one who feels like you can't say things in the future, just in case you're gonna jinx it, Please know that that is a lie, okay? If you operate that way, that is a little red flag for you to know that you have this deep-seated unworthiness of it being true. And I want to just dismantle that right now. Do that work, and you are worthy of that thing that you're excited about. So speak it out that is the law of attraction, and it will happen, my friend. So here I am speaking it out. Woohoo! Okay, so um, that is, yeah, that's my gratitude list for this week. I'm super excited. But today, I'm actually interrupting my plans to tell you about what God has put on my heart to share with you. So the last episode, I invited Danielle on this podcast specifically to share her journey with alcohol and how she has released it. And when I approached her, I asked her if she'd be willing to share and she said yes. And then the more we talked about it, the more excited we both became. And I knew the timing would resonate very deeply with some of you. So now I'm sitting down reflecting and asking God to speak through me, to use my voice to be the exact thing you may need to hear today. And I keep circling around the shadow of addiction. Now the gene keys and contemplation of any kind is philosophy. This is not truth. These are beautiful ideas and interpretations that you can listen to Get inspired by, contemplate for yourself, and then go ask God and ask your own questions. Maybe turn them into your own philosophies and help heal others by shining your unique light, your wisdom, your work out into this world. And I mentioned in that episode that my culture sphere in the prosperity sequence is Gene Key 24 which is the gift of invention. And the shadow of your culture sphere or the gene key can directly block the flow of money toward you. Really, that's all Danielle mentioned to me once in a coaching call that caused me to deep dive into this gene key. Also, as I shared, I had been a bit convicted of alcohol in 2020. I did not like that it became a habit and shoot do one search for alcohol free drinks on the internet and those ads got you (laughs) call it the ross effect you remember the reticular activating system in our brain alcohol free was very important to me and so it kept coming up everywhere i did a few challenges and signed up for 30-day programs here and there And I remember the first completely dry 30 days during 2020 was difficult for me. It was. I'll be honest. So cut to when I audibly heard a voice. For me, I call that voice the Holy Spirit. God's whispers to me when I was tucking Capri in one night. And then listening back to the episode, I heard myself say that we were having problems and it might sound like Capri and I were having problems, but no, that wasn't it at all. But she was going through a very traumatic experience that no mom would ever want their child to go through. And tucking Capri in is when God knew I'd hear him unmistakably so again this gentle whisper said you're missing it and that's all it said oh you guys my heart that's all it needed to say my heart was already stirred in that direction and i knew exactly where i was being called to let go of alcohol and even saying that might paint a picture of me like boozing it up but it wasn't that but there were definitely some days I'd wake up fuzzy and not productive at all and it was like literally losing a day of my life just resetting and you do that a few times same cycle while becoming more aware of the pattern and so that's when it brought me to hearing God's voice so clearly that night while tucking Capri in. God knows our hearts, our prayers, our hopes, our dreams. And the thing that kept me stuck in a cycle of where I'd been for years, not breaking that ceiling of potential, was removing this one thing that was dulling my senses and dimming my light. So during 2020, this is a little background (laughs) i was hired at the life coach school to first create social media templates and then it turned into me working on special projects and rebranding their coach certification workbooks part of my job was to comb through her podcast and dig around in scholars and i remember being so moved listening to her episode on how to stop over drinking Bert Castillo's philosophy, if you're not familiar with the Life Coach School, is based on what she calls the model, which is essentially that our thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions, which create our results. So becoming aware of your thoughts and then intentionally changing them can greatly impact your results. She gave the example of how a smoker can have a really hard time quitting until one day They find out they have cancer and then that's it. That one new thought will change the behavior and they're able to quit cold turkey. So with that in mind, I created a list of things that I would really be looking forward to without alcohol in my life instead of thinking about the things that I would be missing out on, like for instance, that little sneaky thought of like, Oh, I'll be no fun at parties. I wrote instead that I'm going to look forward to having more energy. I'll get really good sleep. I'll be present with Capri. I'll always be available for her and everyone in my life. I'll wake up with a clear mind and conscience. I'll fulfill my purpose. I'll see what my clear mind comes up with. I will honor my body. I'll have no outbursts that could come out of nowhere. I will smile more at strangers. And I thought that was an interesting one that popped up, but yeah, I will even be present as I walk around and smile more. I will genuinely be happier and proud of myself. I will be closer and closer to all that God has created me to be. And I really liked that list and it was enough to motivate me to create that intention for myself and also stick with it. It wasn't about white knuckling these days, but really just looking at what could come. What might be my blessings for letting this go? And one of the 30 day, it was actually not even 30 days. It was a 21 day challenge and it was my favorite one. And I'll link it in the show notes. It's called Sober Sis. And the reason it was my favorite is because the community that it built and these sisters, they literally became my sisters. We became so close and we went way beyond the 21 days. We are friends to this day. We keep in touch, and I love these women so much. But one of them, in her intention for trying this challenge, was she said, I want to create a life I don't want to run from. Oh, And that one really hit me it really hit me hard of like, yes, I want to create a life that I do not want to run from. I do not want to escape from. I don't want to be numb from. So when you hear the word addiction, what comes up for you? And again, today I was led to talk to you about more of the shadow of addiction. And we humans actually come pre-programmed for addiction, if you can believe it. The shadow of addiction ensures that people don't really change. Even though we may seek new ways of being, we usually end up following our addiction on the outside and never changing on the inside. You only have to look at a person's actions in the world to see whether they are living in a state of addiction or when healed, in the higher state of invention if someone is in the shadow state there is always an anxious part of them that never seems to rest even though they may make changes in their outer life they never create anything substantially original your mind builds images stories and projections around your desires which can set you on an addictive course of behavior to relieve suffering Because the mind functions across time, its main tendency is to base hope of happiness on the future rather than accepting the real conditions of the present moment. And only when you turn inward and look for the source of your suffering will you finally face the addictive quality of your own mind. We reenact the same scenarios over and over without realizing what we're doing. And no one escapes the shadow of addiction. Even if you may not have this gene key in your chart, we all carry all of them in our genes. The chart just shows you a place to start from. So if you think we're all addicted to something yet our own specific addiction gives us temporary relief from much deeper issues hidden inside. Whether we feel our suffering as grief, numbness, boredom, frustration, loneliness, or any other deeply uncomfortable state, we will do anything to avoid that. So we replace our suffering with patterns of behavior that suspend this discomfort and then such patterns become habits. In our true natural state of being, the way that we were created in the image of God is joy and love. And we are seeking this way to numb the absence of these states. So when we're not fully feeling the joy and love internally from within, we want to do anything to distract us from that pain. But addiction and any kind of addiction is not a solution. And you can even think of the addiction of power and overeating. And we think of addiction as alcohol and drugs, but it's so much more than that. So how do we break this pattern? The first step is awareness. Just becoming aware The sacred wound that could be this very deep unconscious patterning of, I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of joy. Just the awareness that, yeah, it's painful to even have that thought flash before your mind. Then the second step is transformation. And we do this through listening. And through this gene key specifically is through silence, be present, listening to originality, becoming addicted to listening to God. And this is what ultimately Danielle was saying. Drinking for her lowered her state of consciousness. And that's when it made me perk up and listen and really want to lean into more of what she was saying there. And once your days have balance of pausing and being still and listening, and you get those downloads, you start getting those visions, that's when you step into the gift of invention. And it's not just inventing like new things out in the world like Shark Tank, here I come, but it's even inventing yourself. Like who, who could you be? Who could you be without being numb every night? Who could you wake up to with a clear mind and think differently? So thinking that when you're not trying to suppress your pain and you're not separating yourself from God, you're able to hear him so much more clearly and really step into who you were created to be and then from there the things that you were created to birth into this world and this reminds me so much of the very first gene key that gift of freshness that you have to have the stillness the pauses the downtime enough to then go and it's like the big boom just you get the download and you have all the energy all of everything in you is just waiting to fire and this reminds me of when I was a little girl I used to say I cannot get away with anything you guys I am not kidding you when I say I was grounded for the majority of my life when i was young i and i got in trouble for the smallest smallest things and i look back and i'm not just saying like you know i was a good kid i was a pretty good kid (laughs) but i got in trouble for everything and i remember even being so young and thinking god must think i'm pretty special to correct me so quickly every time He never lets me get too far down a hole. And I look back and I think, you know, yeah, little girl, you're so wise. God will never test you beyond what you can take. And so if you are one who's just kind of being corrected over and over, and you're kind of hitting that same bump know that it is a sign and take the warning seriously, pay attention. You are being called to something greater. So now let's talk about the different types of addiction. And in the gene key, there's repressive nature and reactive nature and the repressive nature of addiction is frozen. And this is why it resonated so deeply with drawing the line to alcohol with this Gene Key, because the repressive nature sounds a lot like being hungover, A complete lack of energy, emotionally depressed, and mentally as a narrow-minded and guarded perception of reality. The secret to all addictions lies in how we respond to these gaps in the functioning of our awareness. We do not allow ourselves to experience the void that precedes a shift in awareness. The repressive nature shrinks from feeling that empty state of silence. If we were to face these times in our lives without either shrinking or reacting, something truly amazing would seed in us. And the opposite of that, the reactive nature is anxious. So this is typically a workaholic or a gambling type as opposed to the repressive nature. These people who cannot sit still, but are flooded with the anxiety that comes from avoiding that powerful and absolutely natural chemical process that is taking place inside of them. The only thing that breaks addictive thinking is silence, real silence. And as we just spoke about, it is the silence that gives birth to the 24th gift of invention, the art of thinking and acting in totally original ways. So the 24th gift of invention is about creative addiction, the hearts of the human creative process. It brings new things into the world and can surprise you as much as it surprises others. The 24th gift is truly magical and contains the secret to genius. And genius is far more than lateral thinking. It is the ability to make quantum leaps. There are whole worlds of possibility in the space between thoughts, sounds, and even between your impulses and cravings. One of the most difficult yet rewarding things you can do in life is to embrace those gaps in your awareness. This means do not push your anxiety away. Do not fill those gaps. Invention most often incurs within these gaps. When you are at rest, sitting silently, sleeping, dreaming, or simply doing nothing at all. Each time you hit one of these magical gaps, you have the opportunity to either shift up an octave in frequency or remain in the same loop that same groundhog day. One of the truths about addiction is that it can be used creatively to elevate your frequency. Invention is really creative addiction. And I love this visual of addiction thinks in circles, whereas invention thinks in spirals. And I'll touch briefly on the city of silence. So remember, the city are moments of pure peace. It's not the goal to hit these city moments, but when you are truly living in the gift, you do experience them. And in the ancient Jewish text, this is called Shalom, a pure, perfect moment in time. When everything just is right and still, it's quiet. Silence can only occur when thinking ceases entirely, and that's why it is so difficult to even describe, because you're not thinking. We must put away the mind altogether, and that is when all addictive behavior ceases as well. (laughs) And this just reminds me, I have to gush about my daughter Capri here, because what I've always felt with her is this resting stillness steadiness what I began to notice about her as she started growing up is when we would snuggle she would never pull away do you have that with someone someone who you can just hug forever and neither one of you pulls away <laughs> this is what Capri was for me I mean she is but more so when she was younger she just would never pull away and she just rested and was still and we could lay snuggled for hours and never move it was pure heaven for me and now she's 12 and she's taller than me and so i do get these little moments of stillness with her but not those baby snuggles so Mama, if you are in the stage of baby snuggles, hold them close. <laughs> it is just the most precious, precious part of life. Oh, and it kind of makes me giggle now a little because you know, of course, I looked up her chart and she is also a splenic projector. So we have that same energy. And when it's just her and I, especially when she was younger with zero conditioning, we just love to be still with one another. So my friend, how do you move from the shadow to the gift? Your willingness to confront your mind creates the necessary pause between the frames. So right now in this moment, you are transitioning shadow work into the gift. So the first step in dealing with the shadow of addiction is to be honest with yourself. This means being willing to feel and admit the density you are in. Then you can begin to see the deep nature of any kind of shadow of addiction in your life. And remember, this goes way beyond maybe alcohol or drugs. It could be shopping, eating, Again, power, your work, anything that you do sort of mindless day in and day out without intention could be the thing that is keeping you in the same loop. And if you want to spiral out of that, create something new tomorrow, create something new in the next five minutes, become aware of it. Be still, create space for God to enter your mind. My friend, he's already there. And if for you, that is the universe, your higher self. It's speaking to you right now. Be still and listen. I, for one, am gonna speak that out into existence and into my future. I know that the best is still yet to come. I know my greatest work is still in me, and I'm gonna speak that over you too. Your greatest work is still in you. You woke up today, another day, because you're not done. You're not done. The world is still waiting for your genius. And whether you're on your way, maybe you already have an idea and you've started to work on it. Just know it's going to get better. It's going to be more refined. It's going to get to a level that is going to impact millions. I'm excited for you, friend. I'm excited for us, I'm excited that we're in the same circle, that I get to hear all about the things you create. I want you to message me. I want you to tag me on social media. And if you're not following me on social media, what are you doing with your life? I am at Lucy Celebrates all over the place. And guess what? In the downtime, I I can't even call it (laughs) downtime because it wasn't downtime at all. They say, if you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. And that's how I've been the past few months. I feel like in my work life, my schedule has never been so full in the best way. And what it has done is truly made me get to the point where I'm like, okay, I cannot wear all the 17 hats anymore. My team is growing Right now, I have a few people that I have brought in that are gifted amazingly at things that I am so excited that they are going to take over, which will give me more space to truly connect with you the way I've been longing to do again. So showing up here on the podcast sending out my weekly emails. Yeah, those are starting up again. There was a pause. And like I said, it's because it was just me. It was me wearing all the hats and they're going to start again. So again, are you on my list? I want you there. I want to connect with you. And speaking of last week, I sent an email and surprise i'm having a giveaway so i'm gonna tell you guys about it right now i am inviting you into this giveaway and it's something that i am going to keep going and what it is it's a monthly giveaway where i'm gonna take my cute little lucy celebrates pencil bag and it's called a pencil bag on my shop but it's really a carry-all i have a few of them I have one in my car, I have one in my purse, I have one right here next to me on my desk, and I put all these things in it. And what I'm gonna do for a few of you is select three people a month that have written an Apple review, and you have to leave your social media handle in the review so that I can slide into your DMs and get your address and send you a surprise. So going back to the surprise, I am going to take a pencil bag and fill it with things that I love. And it could be anything. It could be my favorite lip balm. You know, it'll be anything beauty of mine is clean and organic and vegan you know if you know anything about me i don't put anything in or on my body that isn't all natural (laughs) so it will be something clean something that i found that i love and use and i'm gonna pass it on to you and maybe there'll be things like bookmarks or pens you know it'll be a surprise and every month it will be different and i'm going to pick Three of you, and right now, I am going to read one of the reviews that was left this past week. She starts with, believe it, five stars. Wonderful messages that remind us to walk in faith and love in every aspect of our lives. Whatever we want, we can have, just believe. Lucy is a content creator. She does not fluff the conversation, but is direct and captivating. This podcast has been a breath of fresh air. So motivating and warm. Nisha A. Ivory. Oh my word, Nisha, thank you. Thank you. Truly, your words touched my heart so much. Thank you. I'm sliding into your DMs, although I know you. I I see your name. I recognize you, and I know that I probably already have your address, but I'm going to message you just in case that it's changed. But thank you so much, friend. So if you'd like to be entered into my giveaway, head over to Apple Podcasts, and it does have to be Apple. So if you don't have an iPhone, borrow your friends. Go into the podcast app and scroll down to ratings and review and leave a review and you can say anything i'd love to hear what you're grateful for put some emojis in there your favorite emojis i want to see them i want to see your name and then i want to connect with you on social media so it would be such an honor and i truly love you guys you're the reason i'm here you motivate me and I'm excited to see what's next. So remember my friend, you are seen, you are worthy, you are light. Hey, thanks for listening to the Light Worker's Guide podcast. You are given a divine download and it's your purpose to serve the world with it. I guide a select few clients per month to launch and scale their signature program. coined the Kajabi Queen, I take your brand and your vision to a whole new level. Are you ready? Apply today at lucycelebrates.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the show notes and all the discount codes from my favorite guides. Until next time, Lightworker, keep on shining on. You were created for something extraordinary. I love you and I'm out.